Happy Wednesday. It's nine o'clock. It's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed. How's everybody doing? So we made it through the first week of the year, right? I'm pretty pleased with that. Uh, and we'll get started with three cheers of joy. So I have three cheers of joy. And remember, if you don't know, there are three moments of self-celebration. They have nothing to do with anybody else, just you, your moments. So the first thing I have to do is to celebrate my first cheer of joy is I have to thank my kidneys and my liver for the freaking Christmas break because I put in some work. I had a lot to drink over the holidays and I didn't realize it until I couldn't remember the last day that I had gone without having anything to drink and then I was like, Damn, you're doing way too much. So fortunately, back at work now, so I don't have the opportunity to drink as much as I was drinking, so that's good. But don't let that stop me from tonight. 50 years of joy, I'm drinking a Yellowtail Cabernet. And I got the Yellowtail, I won't reach for it, I might knock my camera over. I got the Yellowtail Cab from Walgreens because it was on sale for $5. That lets you know it's after the holidays and the budget is definitely kicked in. So um, I am celebrating my three cheers of joy tonight with my um, Cabernet. And you know, I love me a nice, bold cab. So, and it's pretty good for, I mean, it's usually like $9 Yellowtail, I think. So it's a pretty good wine for less than $10. So Yellowtail. So my first cheer of joy was thanking my kidneys and my liver for being absolutely amazing to me over the holidays, for taking it in stride and, Processing all of that liquor, I decided to feed myself. So, um, but yeah, so we made it. Cheers to that. My second cheer of joy this week is that I'm so damn happy that I calmed down doing the podcast. Because when I first started in April, and I mean, it's been almost a year, right? <laughs> when I first started, I used to be so uptight, like, I would have all my camera and stuff set up like an hour ahead of time and I'd have all this stuff going on. And now I just rolled out of the bed at like 8.45. <laughs> so I'm really happy that I've gotten used to the idea of talking in a room by myself to Facebook Live. It's kind of like talking to yourself, right? And uh you know, and I do get great response and a lot of interaction from um, from you guys, and that makes me feel really good. So that's my second cheer of joy that I've calmed the fuck down when it, when I get ready to do the podcast. So my third cheer of joy is that um, yesterday was a great business day for me. I okay, let me say this because. Everybody who watches know that I literally started writing and doing this over the past two, almost three years from scratch. So everything to me is growth, right? I'm growing. So yesterday, every day this month, so we're on the eighth, every day this month, there's been a notification, a book sale, a cash app, a request for information. There's been something every day about my business. So I was really, I'm really pleased the year is starting off great. And yesterday was an absolutely amazing day. I sent out two proposals, I think, two proposals, two contracts, four invoices, 
and something else I did all in the same little time frame. Oh, and a new web page that I'm designing for somebody. So that was all yesterday. And I was like, holy shit, I'm like literally doing work. So I can't wait until like the money start rolling in because now I'm really putting a lot of myself just out there trying to build it. So I'm really pleased with that. So that's my third cheer of joy. Cheer to cheer to building, starting to not even reap the benefits of, but seeing the foundation come to life. I'll call it that because I've been working really hard to put a foundation down. And now finally the foundation is going down and I'll be able to start hanging some walls soon, right? So putting it together. So I'm really pleased with that. So cheers to my three cheers of joy. My liver and my kidney hung in there for the holidays. My kidneys hung in there for the holidays. Woo! That's my first one. The second one is I've calmed the fuck down during the podcast. It's made me really happy because I used to be very stressed out. And then my third one is that I'm having a really good business year all year already. And it's just the 8th of January. So I'm quite pleased. And I have my, um, you know, a lot of my own writing is erotic, um, kind of emotional erotic. I'm working on another book that I'm going to use as my um go to for um, California when I go in September, when I'm in Los Angeles. So I'm putting a book together, kind of a, almost becoming your best self kind of thing. I'm working on that. So that's coming together and I start working on the cover for that today. And then I have someone who's very big in the, one of the ministries at their church and they have approached me about putting together a manual, a resource manual that will go out to other churches to help their members in need. So it's really like a, I'm building this respect in the community about just having the gifts to do, not necessarily my content, but being able to put the stuff together. So this is a big deal for me. I'm really excited about that. So three cheers of joy. And I hope you guys are celebrating with me. And I'm drinking out of my Stephanie specialties from my birthday, 50 years of joy. I guess I got a few more months on this. Okay, so the other thing, um, last night after work, I had the opportunity to go to a networking event event at American Social. Uh, it's called the Housewives of Tampa Bay, I think, networking event. I'm in another group called the Cigar Wives of Tampa Bay on Facebook, but this is a whole, its own networking thing. So I'm working on trying to be a little more sociable, put myself out there a little bit, meet some people. And um, I went to the event last night and that was really, really, very. I, I enjoyed it. I met some amazing women. I've already connected with like three of them outside of that event. And now I told you guys for New Year's, I went to an event and I met two women. Phenomenal. You know, so I'm really just so pleased that I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone and putting myself out there. Because honestly, I'm, I'm an introvert. Like I could literally sit by myself for hours. But I know that if I'm going to impact, continue to impact or hope to impact and build my business, I've got to put myself out there a little bit more. And so I've been doing that and it went well. I had the opportunity, I was talking to a lady last night, 
telling her about my Joy Exposed live event in um, West Tampa at West West Main West Main Exchange. Blah blah blah. Sorry about that. I was telling her about it. She told me she grew up in West Tampa, and they moved from West Tampa when there, the crime was going up and. And the people just started to change. And um, I was telling her how it's growing now with the brewery there, the cigar bar, the West Main Exchange, the restaurants, like West Tampa's coming to life. So she went on to tell me that she um, operates a mobile shower service for homeless, for the homeless in Tampa area. And they go to a different spot every Saturday morning and they'll start on January they set it up on January 25th. So I think they must start on February the 3rd. It might be the first Saturday that they'll, you know, that they're open for business and it's on the website. It's called Mr. Bubbles. Uh, yeah. So it's, she was just a really sweet lady. And she was telling me even it's hard for her because sometimes when she's running the, um, sometimes when she's running the Mr. Bubbles, she'll see people that she went to school with that are coming there as clients that are homeless, right? And just talking about how their lives took a different route and everything. So I was really, it was just really good talking to her and my son and I are gonna go and help. We're gonna go volunteer because he need community service hours for his program at school. And you know, and it would be good for me to meet some people. You know, I'm working on that. So I'm really gonna try to get involved a little bit. Um, with that and uh it was really cool so it's called mr bubbles and i'll put the link on my uh website if you guys are interested in finding out more about it donations it is a nonprofit. donations or time whatever you have so it was really just amazing talking to her so that was the first thing from last night and i met um a lady from san diego 20 years she's a uh officer in the military. She transferred here. She's been in the military for 20 years, 23 years, I think she said, and she's now officer in um, here in Tampa. And I met her last night and she is a trainer. So we connected on Facebook and she's got some phenomenal pictures. Like she competes, her body is beautiful. And um, she's just this amazingly beautiful woman, this vibrant smile. And I was telling her, I was like, oh my gosh, I so need you in my life because I need like some focus of what I want to do fitness wise, you know, just to get, you know, a little more active. I already do what I do, but you know, I wouldn't hurt to do some other stuff. Well, lo and behold, today she sends me two fitness events that are happening like over the next couple of weeks. So I may even try to do one of those. See, I'm really getting out there meeting people. I'm so pleased. Um, so yeah, so that's that. And um, let's see, before I get into the Facebook post of the week, I'm going to share this. Next Thursday, I'm at West Main Exchange, and um, it's my second live event there. We, I didn't do it in December because we, I changed the date and I didn't get any, no one picked up any tickets, no RSVP'd. So it's been changed. I'm now having it next Thursday. So it should be every month, the third Thursday of the month, right? So I've worked on a flyer, it's pretty fabulous, but I can't get my ad approved on Facebook because they're saying the word exposed is um, inappropriate language. So I figure I gotta figure out how to change my ad so that it has everything it needs. Um, and even the Eventbrite link is saying that it has um, inappropriate language. So, but 
you know, so I'll have to figure that out. But anyway, it's next Thursday and it's going to be um, $20 and I'm going to have a little wine bar set up. So it'll be $20. You come in, get a wine glass, you drink wine. We have the event, you know, we talk, you know, whatever, whatever. So that's going to be pretty cool. I think um, I'm looking forward to it and I've already sold a few tickets. So that's what makes it even better because when people buy stuff, they usually show up instead of RSVPing and saying, well, I didn't pay for it and then not come. So hopefully this will be really nice. And I've been um, talking with the manager at West Main Exchange and she and I were kind of brainstorming on how to put it together, what we would do. So that's gonna be fun. Now, on to my Facebook post of the week. So last week, I saw on Facebook a, um, I saved it, of course. All right. Somebody made a post and said, every man who needs a woman, oh, wait a minute. Every man needs a woman who won't quit on him no matter what. And it's got the peace and the heart and a lock on it, right? And that sounds good. Well, one of the responses is, but she can't lose herself in the process. But she can't lose herself in the process either. An MF would drain you till there's nothing left and then go be great for the next bitch. <laughs> you guys know that's my thing right there. Like, oh my gosh, you gotta hang on to who you are. So I really like this because the way that the verbiage is written, it seems like it's written by somebody young because you know the young people use a lot of shorthand. And I was excited about that because that means younger, the younger women know too, you don't give yourself, you don't lose yourself trying to love somebody. You won't, you won't lose yourself when you're trying to be real for somebody. But we think that makes us, people have a tendency to think that makes them a good girlfriend, a good wife. We've talked about that before. As soon as you put good in front of something, it means you're subjugating yourself to whatever the fuck they're gonna do and you think you're supposed to take it. And that's not fair, it's not fair to you because it creates a lot of baggage, it creates a lot of blah, right? And it, you have to heal from it, it makes you heavy. So I love that post and I really appreciate, I was happy that I got to see it because what, in essence, what really needs to be said is that every woman needs a man who won't quit. Every woman, that's what women are looking for, men who are, are capable of who they are. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in the show because we talked about it last week and we had some technical difficulties and it died, right? So what women need is a man who's capable of the woman that they are, of everything that they're capable of doing. And we've hit on that in many weeks um, and how that works, right? So I did enjoy the post and I especially love the rebuttal saying that I'm not gonna lose myself trying to be your ride or die. I'm not gonna lose myself on your bullshit. And that's a smart thing to think about because we wanna stick around and be the ideal woman. We want the guys to think, man, she was with me through everything. She, man, fuck that, they'll kill you. They will run you into the ground and like she said, leave you with nothing and then go somewhere else and be amazing. Well, you know what? We don't have that to give as much anymore because we're setting up boundaries. We're protecting the way um, we take care of ourselves and the way that people make use of us. And that's my Facebook post of the week. So let's see who's on tonight. Uh, Kiana, Robert, Bob, Mr. D's, 
Katie, you will have to expose. Yeah, I have to expose my expose. <laughs> exactly that. I'm going to have to figure out what to do. Hi there, Eric. I'm well. Israel, hi, if you're still here. Hi, Vaughn. I've seen your post. I just, we recently became um, Facebook friends. Vaughn Hinton and one of my, uh, somebody, a classmate of mine are brothers. So I thought that was kind of cool. Hey, Scotty. Hey, Terrence. Katie. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Victor. Good night. Uh, let's see who else. Hi, uh, Mike, Glenn Michael. He said, I can't something. I can't remember what I said there. Jeffrey, Ernestine, Shanithia, Pasha. Oh, hey, Pasha, that must be Tisha's um, sister. Hey there. Uh, Daryl, hey, Delatron. Hey, Jimmy. James, oh my gosh. Oh, you guys are on here. I'm so excited. Hey, to Marcus and Henry. Hi, Viandi, Kevin. LJ, we're back at school. We got to get together this year. Hi, Marisa. All right, so we'll keep going. So check this out. It's, been, it's so much stuff happens in my days. I forget about so much stuff. So one of the things I embarked upon for 2020 was to do a 10-day series called Healthy Me, Healthy You. Now, keep in mind, when these thoughts come to mind, I, I literally don't have a team of people to put this shit together. Like, I have to figure out if I'm going to do it or not. Well, this came to me a few weeks ago, and I didn't change course at all. So if you've been seeing on Facebook, I'm sure that you have. I've been getting a lot of great response for it, that I've been putting out a video every single day at Clockwork, 6 a.m. It publishes on Facebook. And it's talking about what do we need to do to become healthy me and healthy you. What are things that we need to do in our life to, you know, get to that place of freedom and get to that place of happiness? So I've literally had these videos coming out. Well, I was worried like crazy putting them out because I get so particular about my words and I'll go, I'll erase it and start over and over and over. But finally, by like the third recording, I decided to just relax into it and be myself, not try to make it so uptight. And you'll see from the first floor, I was in this great little spot, had a little picture on the wall and I was all, and then by the fifth day, I was like, look, such and such and such and such, right? So I had to relax into it because it didn't feel like me when I was, pretending, not necessarily pretending, but when I was trying to project in a certain way, right? So what was better for me is when I could just relax into it and just do it, right? And just talk about um, these things. Each video just kind of talks about this forgiveness, forgiving self, fear, boundaries, baggage, I think, processing, goodbye, saying goodbye, um, then healthy you, healthy me. So there are 10 videos. And what I, when I go back and listen, I realize I usually follow the pretty much the same format. I'm going to talk about it and then I tell a little story. So that was really interesting for me because I am very methodical 
And I, I felt like I put out a lot of good information. And I hope that when people are watching it, they're really getting something from it because that's the intent of it. How do you get people to get to a place of understanding that their, their own responsibility? While we want someone to make us happy or we want to be happy with someone, no one's going to do it for us. We have to figure it out on our own. So I literally just spoke from this genuine space of shit that happened to me. I like literally like, oh my God. So I gave out a lot of information and I talked about um, conversations that I had with people, things that I'd done to people, things that people had done to me. How did I get out of it? How do you get better from it? And um, I really just believe that I'm now in a space of knowing that my steps are my own, right? The people I share with are people that I share with and I love it. I love sharing with people, but I have to understand now that my sharing is completely up to me. I also know that I kind of exist with like a, uh, a perimeter around me. Like I, I'll go outside to people, but it's very few people that are allowed to come in to me. So there has to be an even flow, an even energy exchange to be able to break that perimeter to come to me, but I can come to you, right? That came from me protecting myself because I spent so much, so many years receiving people. And I've said before, I'm naive, right? I literally, I feel like I'm naive because I don't think people are trying to hurt me. But what happens, people get close enough and they will hurt you. Their intention is to take from you. And the truth of the matter is I can only give from my gift. I can't give from another place. So I don't put myself out there like I used to anymore. Um, I am, I'm open to love, of course. I'm open to love. I'm open to uh, energy exchange. I'm open to all of that yumminess. But when it comes time for somebody's energy, when it doesn't feel right, I don't second guess it. I've done that for years thinking that, oh, they're a good person. Oh, maybe I misread them or maybe I'm, I'm second guessing. But now that I'm completely, I'm connected. Like I, I know the universe moves in me. I know that I'm on my path. So I'm not second guessing anything anymore. Like I'm literally not. So if it feels I just told Sheila this yesterday. We were texting, well, on Facebook. I just said, if it if something stinks, it fucking stinks. I'm not going to say, oh, maybe it doesn't stink. Maybe it's something else. It stinks, and that's it. So I'm not, I'm not giving that anymore. Because I, you know, I have before. I think we all have. We get to that place where we want to see the goodness in people. Where we may see goodness in them, they may not have, be in a place to access the goodness. And so you end up getting the other yuck, yuck, right? So that's how I spent time doing the Healthy Me, Healthy You videos. And I've gotten a great response. I have, um, I'm in this group on Facebook called Shine Glow Getters. It's for, for women, uplifting, empowering women. And um, the founder of that group, and uh, we've been knowing each other for years from other interactions, but she wants to, once the series is finished, she wants to introduce it in the group and to have discussions about it. And, you know, for just to kind of make sure that everybody gets to be a part of it and to see that everybody has shit. Nobody is without shit. Sorry. Nobody's without it. And so she said that she wants to use that um, in the group. And I'm really excited about that. And that made me happy too, because she's someone that I look up to. She's so creative and 
Her mind is brilliant. And the way that she sees things, it lets you know that she sees from a different playing field. Like she's in a unique place of seeing things. If it's marketing and branding or bringing people together or planning the intimate details, she can see all of that. And for her to be able to look at my stuff and want to use it, it just warmed my heart and just so much respect there. So thanks, Danae. Um, I'm so appreciative. And the group is phenomenal. She has so many things happening, like just all the time. It's something, and everybody's like, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. And then she just backs up and she'll go, bop, 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 put it all in order. And da, 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 and da, da. she'll just go back and it's not like a leave them behind. So it's really good. It's a great group for me to be in and um, I'm excited about it. So that's my Healthy Me, Healthy You. We got some great statistics from YouTube this um, from today for the series. Um, let's see, it was like eight hours of viewing time. That's in my, that's up for me because all of the stuff I post is like an hour long. And a lot of people don't watch YouTube for an hour, especially this. On For this thing, for these um, podcasts, I get more viewers on the SoundCloud and the iHeartRadio, that, because people are listening. But for watching, I don't get a lot of YouTube. I get a few minutes, 10, 12 minutes, 15 minutes, that kind of thing. And I've got to figure that piece out. But um, for this, I got some great statistics from YouTube. Let's see if I can find them real quick. I can run through them. Uh, it was... I should have saved that. I'm such a... I'm an airhead, y'all. I told y'all. Anyway, honestly, I got my old lady eyes in, all kinds of shit. I can't see. Okay, let me see if I can pull it this way. Anyway, so um, I got some great um, statistics on there. I've got 10 new followers on YouTube. Uh, oh, here it is. Here's how your channel did. Had 552 minutes watched. That's 9.2 hours, right? That's a lot for me. That is really good. And I'm very excited. Um, so 9.2 hours, 236 views. And I got 25 likes, two comments, two posts, and 35 shares, right? And I've got 10 new subscribers. So I was ex I got the email. I was like, Oh, that means I'm getting some action. And you guys know with YouTube, if you get enough likes and subscribers and minutes and all that, you can kind of monetize it. You start getting some ads and stuff. So I'm going to focus on that a little bit this year. But I was really pleased. And the Healthy Me, Healthy You really helped me get there because those are 10 minutes. I was knocking it out in 10 minutes. And I was being so direct and so honest in them. And I hope that, you know, you know, people can, people were watching and getting something out of it. So I'm pleased with my YouTube numbers. Go Joyce Lingo. So, you know, we're working on that. We're going to see how that gets, where that gets us. So let's see who else joined before we continued. Hi, niece. Hi, Dr. E. Hi, Keldrick. Keldrick Sapp just joined and he is um, the owner of the brand, The Clamper. And he makes these really awesome, my, he made these shades for me, these wooden aviator shades. And I've mentioned them for Christmas. And then so I did an ad for Christmas and then someone ordered, ordered a pair. So that was kind of cool. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, William, Jackie. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Vincent. Hi, Jordan. And Jordan has an Etsy. What is it called? Etsy. 
I think that's what it's called, Etsy. He does um, these soy candles. So I'll have to put something on my page about those too. And um, let's see. And hi, Danae. And Danae is on here as well. Dr. E. Ah, hi there, Frankie. So here we are, Joy Exposed. It is almost 930. And uh, we've gone over three cheers of joy, our Facebook post of the week, Healthy Me, Healthy You, amazing, I think an amazing series. And um, I think I got the call that I got from somebody when they watched the one about saying goodbye. And I say it in some point in there, sometimes you just gotta, sometimes you gotta just tell a motherfucker goodbye. Sometimes you gotta let them go. And they were like, I can't believe you said that. But I'm like, it's true. You know, so sometimes you do have to say goodbye. And uh, we'll get into a little bit of that tonight when we talk about um, people being capable of who we are. And that's a follow-up to our conversation from last week. So last week I was talking about when we had technical difficulties. Last week I was talking about how we get in relationships with people who aren't capable of us. Well, let's be quite fucking honest. They don't even want us. They don't even want us. They want something that we have. And sometimes for women, for the women going into it, it could be that they've got the cooch. So they've got the cooch. They're giving it up. So somebody's going to deal with them because they can go back and forth and get the cooch. They got some cooch. And they got some money. And men will go back and forth because they have access to the good stuff, right? To the goodies. They don't necessarily want to deal with you. They don't want to date you. They don't want to love you. They don't want to spend any time with you. They want to show up, get the cooch or some money. That may not be money, but it may be money. They want to get with you and then they tolerate the other stuff till they can leave. They don't, they, they don't want us, right? And we've, I don't know that we've all been in the situation, but I've been in the situation. I've been in the situation where the reason to come around was because the cooch, right? So you come, the cooch and I had a nice place. I can look at that now, but at the time I was in it, I took the actions as somebody getting to a place of wanting to be with me. He'll want to get to the, he'll want to be with me. I'm going to love him so good. He'll want to be with me. I'm going to do this so good. I'm going to show I'm better than any other woman out there. I'm going to be this. So I'm working hard trying to project all this and and he was just coming because he wanted to fuck. And I was fucking. So, you know, that was, a, for, for men, that's good. Because if you are dealing with somebody who wants to fuck, who, no, if you're dealing with somebody who's fucking and you want to fuck, okay, well, I'm going to go back and forth there. Because that's easier than dealing with somebody and wanting to get to know them. It's easy to go steal it, get the cooch from somewhere, not steal it. Because, you know, it's given away. So we have that was kind of the conversation that I was in last week where a woman was saying that she couldn't have spent 2020 the same way that she spent 2019. Cause she's talking about 2019 and she was seeing this man who would come around and leave, come and leave. And he told her that he wasn't interested in a relationship, but she insisted that he was or he would be and then he kept telling her that he wouldn't and then a couple years went by and he's still not interested in the relationship it's kind of a welcome mat like a doormat right you just come and leave and come and leave and come and leave so last week when we were talking about that and as a woman 
we want the attention and we feel like if we're giving it up to somebody regularly, it's our man. We feel like, well, I'm, I'm giving it to him. I'm feeding him. He's coming to my house. He's this, he's this, you know, so we feel like he's our man when in essence, he's not. And he's telling you that he's not, his actions even show you that he's not right. His actions show you that he's not your man, but we still continue to let him come and play in our space and we expect him to become something else. Well, the truth of the matter is he's not. And we have to understand that while he's pleasantly happy or content coming to take what he wants, he'll never get to a place to be capable of everything that you have to offer. And that's part of the reason why he only takes a couple of things. Because he can't take care of, he's not capable of you. And it's not a bad thing. It's honestly not a bad thing. It's He isn't in a place that he can see you in your entirety or see you as a compliment or completion of who he is. He can only see bits and pieces of you. That's his vision. So we have to make sure that we don't try to force ourselves on somebody to love us, force ourselves on somebody to take all of us. We can't. And if they can't, they can't. So the analogy I used last week, we were talking about, well, I was talking about the ocean. The ocean flows all over the earth. The ocean flows. It flows into lakes, into rivers, into streams. The ocean flows. Never, 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 never will a river be capable of everything that an ocean is. Never. You can take the flow of water. You're going to take some fish out of there. Some of the Rivers aren't even salt, they may be brackish, so it's a combination. So they do different things. But as the ocean and knowing that you have sharks and all of this happening, you can't force, the ocean can't force something else to take everything as much as we would like that. So when you look at yourself in the entirety, you have to think of the entire, your gift as it is. You're a magnificent, gift you were chosen to be here and we all were some of us have different levels of our gifts some of us have a different ability to what we can give and what we can receive so if you are if you are settling for somebody who's only interested in a piece of you or who's only capable of a piece of you it's not on them that's on you your choice is to settle your choice is to settle. I think it was last week when we were talking, when I used the Facebook post of the week of somebody saying, the worst thing you can do, you play yourself when you settle for somebody and then they mistreat you. And I'm like, well, hell, you played yourself when you settled. Why would you settle? Why would you take all of the goodness that you are and settle for somebody who isn't capable of you. Like what is, that doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? So you wouldn't, or we shouldn't, but we get so desperate and needing the attention and time from other people that we do settle for just the, that connection, that momentary connection.
So one of the things that I've had to do or that I had to do the time that I was searching for a connection and settling is that I had to figure out ways that I could be made use of, that I would allow people get to get close to me. And one of the things that I wanted an intimate physical connection, like I knew that I wanted that and I wanted it as regular as I wanted it. But when I was getting it, I was getting it from somebody. That's the only thing they wanted from me too. So I had to set up boundaries on things that we did so that he didn't think there was something else. And I didn't think he wanted something else. So there were, you had to make rules, rules to how you let people deal with you. It sounds difficult, time consuming, but it's much easier to get up and get dressed and go home than it is to lay there next to somebody sleeping in your bed, in your space, and you start trying to figure out how to take care of them. That's harder than to be somewhere else and get up and go home. So I just was thinking in the conversation last week when the women were talking about, that's the situation I'm in, that we're really sitting around waiting for somebody to love us. We're literally sitting, waiting, and taking the piece of them just for the sake of having a piece. And that just made me unhappy. It literally made me unhappy. And it made me unhappy for a couple of reasons, because I could see myself in that situation, because I had been in that situation before. So I tried to explain to the ladies that if you can get on the other side of that. Like if you can get out of that, build a bridge over that shit. If you can get to the other side of it, it's so much goodness on the other side. And I went through it. I, let me tell you something. I, <laughs> my girlfriends used to tell me, cause I had gotten really kind of, I was so, hell bent on protecting my space that I wasn't letting, I wasn't giving up anything other than what I wanted to give. That was it. I wasn't doing anything. And they were like, you're so mean to people. You should give him a chance. And I would be like, a chance to what? Fuck him. Fuck him. If he want me, he gonna figure out how to do it. I'm not giving him anything. I'm not giving anything else. And they were like, you need some therapy. <laughs> You need some help. But the truth of the matter is that I had to do that to protect myself because I had given. I had given people the benefit of the doubt. I had given people the time. I had given people space. I had given, I'd given all of that. And then I realized, I realized that I literally had to protect myself. I wasn't giving anything because when people want you, when they want you in your entire, they don't want you to give them anything. They want to come to you and to learn you and get to know you and to love you. That's what they want to do. They're not waiting for you to give yourself to them. When I was, I'm going to, so I went through all of that and I started just kind of shutting everything down and not really giving my time to anybody. So then I started dating Faceless Love. We reconnected and um, 
he and I, and I was on some bullshit. I know I, I admit it. I don't even doubt he'll, he'll he's probably laughing now because he's watching. I was on some bullshit and I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. This is what we're going to do. So I had plans for him, how I was going to make use of him because I was in that moment. And I was like, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. He's like, nah, chill. We're not doing that. We spent probably one, two, we probably spent two weekends together over the course of six months. He would not even touch me sexually. He was like, nah, nope. And I've told this before. And I was like, well, I'm in the friend zone. I mean, we friends, you know, it's cool, whatever. And that's why I relegated myself because I couldn't get what I wanted and he wasn't taking. Well, what he was trying to do, he told me later, he said, I just had to make sure you were okay. I had to make sure you weren't crazy. And I had to make sure that I was in a place to be able to give you what I felt like you needed so that I could love you. It, and that was far, that was real for me because I was like, what? Because I was so used to mm, mm, do what I want to do. I'm not taking anything from anybody. You're here. This is what, and I could have, think of it like this. I could have spent a weekend with him, had an amazing time and never seen him again if I were doing it the way that I wanted to do it or the way that my intention was to do it. But he saw something different. I didn't have to get him to see anything different. I didn't say, I'm an amazing woman and I can do this and I can cook and I can do this and I can, I didn't do anything. I was myself and he saw what he wanted in me. He saw it and he thought, this is what I'm gonna have all of her. And I've got to figure out how to get all of her. And that's the truth. And that's when I got, that's after I got on the other side of waiting for somebody, of putting myself on somebody or letting somebody randomly use me at their will and the lies and the deception and the blah and the blah. When I got on the other side of that, there was so much goodness in myself. There was so much goodness. I found such a happy space because I got rid of a lot of energy. I got rid of a lot of garbage. I got rid of people coming in and out. And I got rid of waiting, waiting on this person that I proclaim my love to, to come back and get me. It wasn't coming back and get me. Hell, they're probably on live now or somewhere like, yeah, man, I wasn't finna do that. <laughs> but it's fine, you know, because that's where they were. And it's not their fault the way they made use of me. The fault was the way I allowed myself to be made use of. And that is the key. You are in control of you. No one can do anything to you that you don't allow them to do. And that's on you. If you let somebody make ill use of you, then that's what you do. If you sit at home and wait for them or save them a space in a house that you create and you do this and you do this and you're sitting in your own home that you work and pay for, you're miserable, that's on you. That ain't on nobody else. We're in control of all of that. So you have to get to a place of saying, I'm not going to be miserable and I'm not sharing my space. Y'all know Faceless Love and I were dating for more than two years before I even let him come to where I live. He just came to where I live in October. <laughs> Cause I didn't want it. I was like, nah, cause what if something goes wrong? What if I have to, what if I have to, I didn't want to, I was afraid. I literally, I was afraid. And 
you know, but it's okay. He, it turned out all right. He's a, he's a great guy. I'm going to keep him. I'm going to just keep him. I love him to death. But I I wouldn't let him come in my space because I, I was beyond the idea of allowing somebody to sit in my space. So, you know, we, you know, that was a really interesting conversation last week and with the ladies and they were talking, you know, talking about how they're waiting. They're waiting for men to love them. They're waiting for the man that they're putting so much trying to impress to love them. And it's not happening. It, it's not going to happen. And Katie said, you will wait a lifetime. You absolutely will wait a lifetime because that's not how men operate. That's men. That's not how they operate. But because we are still seeking fulfillment in ourselves, we're looking for it in another person. And you have to look beyond the flesh of another person. You've got to look into yourself and go through the stages of getting to your own freedom and fulfillment. And you'll undoubtedly run into somebody who's capable of everything that you are. Because if you only see a piece of yourself that you're trying to give and you don't see all of you, You'll never, ever, ever run into anybody that's going to see all of you and that's going to love you as they love themselves. And that is the truth. So anyway, that was my ending for last week. It's quarter to 10 now. And I wanted to um, just talk about, uh, let's see what else is coming up. Um, oh, when um, this was something else. Hey there, hey there, Shay. Oh, this, let me tell y'all what happened. So this sweet, sweet friend of my daughter's, Shayna, um, we, her name is Shay Shay. She comes over and you know, my daughters are 25 and 23. So their friends are all about the same age. Well, she and I had a conversation about, she was here about a week, the week after Christmas, she was here and we said in the I was in my room my daughter's like mom come out here and talk to Shayna she want to talk to you about something so we sat up and talked about this relationship that she has with a friend of hers right and um you know it's kind of one of those one-sided relationships we've all had them where you have a friend that you take care of you got she's wild or whatever you take care of her you keep her safe you keep them out of trouble all of that so we had this relate this conversation and I was telling her at the time you know baby you just really got to take care of yourself she's an adult person you let her go do her adult things but she has a huge ass heart and she wants to just make sure that everybody's safe is who she is she doesn't have any little kids any kids because she's a baby herself 23 24 and so we sat up and had this conversation and talked. And I, first of all, that made me really happy that my daughter offered me. We come in here and talk to her, listen to what she's going on. Because it says that my daughter respects the advice that I give and the way that I view things. So that was a big deal for me. I was like, oh, okay. So I sat in there and I talked to them and, um, we just, it was a very grown up conversation and she shared some things with me that was, that's heart wrenching for her, some of her experiences. And, you know, we kind of talked through them and, you know, got in a good place. And then that was it. Well, a couple of nights ago, she's out getting some dinner and the lo and behold, one of the people that we shared and talked about was there with um, her boyfriend. So Shana was there. Her friend was there and the friend's boyfriend was there. And whatever the exchange was, I don't know, of course, because I wasn't there. But the result was 
when Shayna was leaving, when Shay Shay was leaving the event, the boyfriend came behind her and grabbed her by the hair and started beating her in the parking lot of this restaurant. Yes. So now she's got faces swollen. She's got a broken ankle. Disaster. And and the thing is, this is the thing. She, she is so, Shayna is so aware for her age, so aware of herself in the universe and how it's moving in her but she's young and she's trying to figure it out but she was so aware that she knew then something wasn't right and she needed to talk about it and it was led up to this event happening well the friend that she you know takes care of and keeps safe and you know calls her good friend and all of that the friend is now saying that i'm not gonna leave my boyfriend she was the one out of line so I'm like, what the hell kind of people, what is this, right? So now everybody's been talking about it. They're all over social media because this is a small city. So everybody's on social media, people who were there who saw it and they got video, send it to the police, charges are being pressed. It's a whole big thing. And this is a grown ass man. And Shayna, she probably weighs 120 pounds, little bitty something beautiful little girl young woman i won't call a little girl beautiful grown woman <clears throat> and this grown-ass man is pounding her on her in the parking lot and beat her and you know it's like what is it what is it in a man and this is a whole nother conversation of course what is it in a man that says i'm gonna beat this woman i don't care what it is is still a woman and it's still a man and you know you don't i don't know because i wasn't there but i think about this is how i get people when i'm talking to them when you know something is happening and you know it's time to exit and you know it's time to say goodbye say fucking goodbye bye and be done with it but she's so kind and open and her heart is so big saying goodbye wasn't necessarily the option that she wanted or she felt like she needed to take because it's her friend. But sometimes we have to tell a motherfucker goodbye. So unfortunately in this situation, Shayna has gotten hurt. She's going to be off work for a while because she works in a, um, industry service industry so she's up on her feet and moving around and because i mean hell she's 23 24 young thing ain't nobody sitting around at 23 24 so now she's in a healing space and I, i'm sure this is what this is the thing that had to happen for her to be out of this toxic relationship with this person it's a toxic relationship from the start now it's over Shayna will have to do some healing and she'll grow from it. But for now, it's a tough moment for her. So I just saw her pop up on my timeline and I thought, oh my gosh, the little now she gets to watch because she's not at work. She's never gets to watch because she's always at work. So, but she's, you know, she's okay. And I think probably more than the physical, it's the emotional heart-wrenching pain when you realize that somebody you're down for, male or female, that's your ride or die, will fuck you up quick and keep it moving while you're healing from it. So we'll have to see how that plant pans out. I hope that the guy's going to be arrested or maybe he has been. I don't know. But there's enough witnesses and video and look at her for to know what happened. And But he definitely needs to 
he's going to have to pay for that. And that's a big deal. So, you know, I don't, I don't know him. I don't know the girl, you know, I don't know any of it. I just know it was a big deal that um, Shayna got hurt really bad. And fortunately it was just that bad because I'm sure a grown ass man pounding on you, it could be much worse, you know? So, but she's all right. She's good spirits and she's trying to, um, kind of map out what her time looks like in front of her, how paying her bills, going to, if she can't go to work, how is she going to make money? You know, that's, and that's stuff that we all deal with all the time, trying to figure out how these things are going to work. Right. So, you know, so she's there and she's young and uh, she'll heal from it, but I bet this will be the thing to sever that friendship or sever that tie or that um, toxic connection that she had with the young lady that, um, you know, it would have to be something drastic for her to get her out of her life. So anyway, hey, baby, love you too. And um, it is 9.51. We have nine minutes left. So let's see. What are we going to talk about? Oh, um, let's see. Got some great stuff coming up. So you know about the Joy Exposed Live in Tampa on next Thursday night. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that's what I was going to tell y'all earlier. So my topic for next Thursday, Joy Exposed Live, is are we fucking or not? <laughs> I love that. I felt so silly when I thought about it. And let me tell you why I came up with that. Because I'm going to be talking about setting boundaries. And most of the time, people don't think about setting boundaries until you're talking about sexual boundaries. Not like you're sex you can be like am i gonna do it or not if somebody come to you for money you're like well i don't have it if i had it i'd give it to you so it's a difference you don't connect those things as being the same so that's um next thursday is are we fucking or not we're talking about boundaries then in february after valentine's day i think it's something like uh goodbye to these sad ass holidays because it'll be after val it's after christmas that was sad new year's when people are alone they're sad valentine they're alone they're sad so after you get through that you got spring coming and you can do you however you want so that's going to be in february and then March is, is it spring yet? And that's when you'll talk about building new relationships and meeting new people and just kind of having that burst of energy that always comes along in the springtime. So I'm really excited about the Joy Exposed because the lives, you know, well, these, you know, the ones I record with you guys, they're a lot of fun too. But these are different. They'll be interactive. And I think I'm going to set up my tripod and record it live on um, next Thursday night. It'll be from seven to nine. So if you see me live next Thursday, that's what it is. So um, I think I'm gonna do that just so I can capture it because there's always a lot of good information when there's a um, back and forth between people. So I like when that happens, um, just to have that conversation. Also, um, that's the Joy Exposed Live. I'm going to be in New Orleans in May. I think I have something happening before May. Well, I know for sure I'm going to be in New Orleans for a girls' night in, and you'll see that pubbed on my post, I mean, on my page. So if you live in the New Orleans area, you can um, have an opportunity to come to it. Hi, Christy. Hi, Sandra. Thank you guys for joining. We're wrapping up here. So um, I'll be in the New Orleans area. Um, in May. So that's going to be cool. 
I'm also going to Las Vegas at the end of May. Yeah, it's going to be really cool too. So, uh, yeah, so it's a lot of great stuff happening. We're growing and, um, you know, I'm getting a pretty good following. I'm very happy about it. I just amaze myself every day with some of the bullshit I'm doing. <laughs> I'm literally like, man, it's a lot of shit happening one day. So I'm really amazing, uh, amazing myself. Like, I'm really amazing. No, I'm really amazed by the amount of stuff that's going on every day. And the fact that, you know, the book is still rocking. You know, they're selling books. And um, so they're selling and people are reading and enjoying them. I've been able to meet some great people through this project, through this process, and I'll continue to grow. And um, I think that I am... Uh, uh, I'll talk about that another time. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it right now. I'm not even going to say it. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to next week when I do the live uh, here in Tampa. And, oh, there's a jazz concert on Saturday at um, Waterworks Park. So that's put on by one of the guys and some other folks who own the cigar bar that I go to. So that's in Tampa. So it's going to be here. <laughs> And, um, oh, I know what I didn't say. I spent New Year's with Faceless Love, right? This is our second New Year's together. Maybe I said this last week, I don't remember, but he makes me so giddy. Like, so we spent New Year's together two years in a row. So I think we might be catching on, right? So he was here and he left on Monday and I didn't even feel as bad Monday when he left It's all weepy and shit like I usually feel, so. That was pretty good, but he's gotten really busy at work too, and then I'm busy at work, so we're desperately trying to hang on to the time that we have. Like even when we're together, we just spent hours working side by side. Like we're just literally working, and then it's like, you wanna get something to eat? Okay, let's go, and we just stop and we go. So that was kind of cool to have somebody, you know, match your intensity like he matches my level of intensity and i appreciate that you know he definitely um rises to the occasion and i guess i'm rising to the occasion too because we are all in and just trying to figure out how to make this work and we have plans right so we're making plans and it looks like he's going to be around and uh, i'm pleased with that i'm getting used to the idea of i may um I'm getting used to the idea of being in a relationship. Look, I could barely even say that, couldn't I? <laughs> I'm getting used to the idea of having somebody to love me unconditionally. And he is, uh, he's a cool ass man. Yeah, absolutely cool ass man. And just think, if it would have been left up to me, I would have fucked it up. So now I'm trying not to, don't fuck it up now. That's my goal. Stay focused. <laughs> so it's Joycelyn Wells at Joy Exposed. Don't forget you can download any of the past episodes, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. You can Google it. Google Joy Exposed. Google Joycelyn Wells. You go to my website, joycelynwells.com. I've got some great new blog entries. I just put um that are out there. Uh you know, so go and read my blog, go on YouTube and look at the Healthy Me, Healthy You series. Some really good information out there. I'm always open to conversation. Anybody need to talk about something, you have an idea, you want to work together, 
let me know. I'm here for all of it. And just remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.